you could go back show after show after show, Sarah, where I hold up that article that uh, shows all of the things that are happening now were predicted to happen. They knew it before the first jab in the first arm occurred. There's there's a lot of uh, healthcare practitioners, doctors, PAs, nurses, uh, LPNs, all of them that are still lock, stop, step in tune with recommendations that have been shown to be detrimental and kill people. You need to be your own best advocate that we're definitely in a new world of buyer beware. And... With the global economy being in shambles and central bankers moving towards a reset, it's never been a better time to protect your wealth by owning precious metals. Contact Andy at milesfranklin.com. Tell him Sarah sent you. He promised me he will guarantee you the lowest price anywhere in the country. Remember, email Andy at milesfranklin.com and tell him Sarah sent you. It's never been a better time to protect your future than now. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have Dr. Joe Newsma coming back to the show. It really is time to get serious about taking care of yourself and dealing with the effects of the jab and making sure you don't get sick. This is a long show, but I kept it in one part because I don't want it to get split up. I want people to hear all the solutions that we talk about. We have solutions that range from costing some money to being free. We wanted some options for people who really don't have the funds and what they can do. I mean, basically, you can fast, you can get inexpensive vitamin C vitamins. We talk about this on things that you can do that won't be as good, but it'll be pretty darn good. And you well, actually fasting could be better than everything, but it's really hard, but it's free. And so we're going to talk about that. It really is time to get serious on these things. We're hearing so much for years about all the problems that the jabs cause. We're hearing problems with the cabal, all the scams they're doing, all the elite, you know, rigging the election. I mean, everything that's going on. But we really have to be serious about solutions. And this one is solutions for your health. We got to take it seriously. I get, you know, I, if there's one thing that really frustrates me, it's the fact that all we are is shouting into this room all the problems. And it's good to put light on problems. But if we don't look at the solutions, it's just a waste of time. We're a bunch of people in a room yelling at each other or talking about stuff in a bubble and not solving problems. And so I hope you take this seriously. I hope you listen to it. I hope you share with others. There are other doctors and people putting out solutions. Really believe that this solutions document that we put together is the most cutting edge list of things that you can do. Dr. Joe and I have been putting this together for the last couple of years, and this is a summary. We've added more to it. And please be patient. If you go to sarahwestall.com and look at the solutions document, it will be updated with more. And actually, he's working on putting together a lot more detail behind it. We'll see how long it takes him. But we really want to get this out to people. And if you can share this video, if you can share the solutions document, it's at sarahwestall.com. It's on the front page. It's the 
biggest picture on the front page. You might have to scroll down a little bit depending on if you're looking at it on your phone or a computer, but look for that big picture that says solutions and you will see what we put together and you will not find these solutions in mainstream medical. You know, they won't give you this advice, but we're seeing with frequency and, and with quantum energy, we're seeing your blood being healed from clotting. We're seeing frequency being able to determine where you're most vulnerable. We're going to talk about all this stuff and I hope you look into it because like I said, it's time to get serious. And a lot of these tools are free and the quantum energy frequency is at least free for 15 days so you can see if it works for you. The frequency tool by Sherry Edwards that figures out what is your biggest vulnerabilities, that's free all the time. So there are a lot of free tools that you can use that we are advocating. Okay, so before I get into that, I want to tell you that those of you who've been looking at the telomere lengthening from Defy Time, it is the best time of the year to buy it. It's 20% off right now. You can also use the coupon that you can find at sarahwessel.com and get another 20% off. So it's 40% off right now, and that runs until December 6th. So please take advantage of that now if it's something that you want to use and try. And if you're already using it, it's the best time to stock up on it. And while you're there, please sign up for my newsletter. It's the best way to hear about all the articles I publish. I write a bunch of articles too. So please sign up for my newsletter. And let's get into this important show with Dr. Joe Newsma. Hi, Dr. Joe. Welcome back to the program. Hi, Sarah. It's really nice to be back. You know, I I tried to count how many times I've been on your show and it's, you know, we're between 12 and 15, I think. So apparently people like what I have to say and they're well, always really nice in their comments. So I'm happy to be back. We got a lot of important stuff to talk about today too. We do. You're a regular, very popular for the listeners, but more importantly, we have a really important show that we're doing. We're seeing, you know, with Stu Peter's documentary just came out died suddenly we planned this before the movie obviously came out we've been doing this for a while but the fear that people have now of dying suddenly and the reality that's sinking in that these vaccines are a bioweapon you know we we talked about that early these vaccines are not helping people and and there's was a report coming out from harvard I think it was Harvard and uh, John Hopkins. I don't remember two prestigious universities and I don't know why they're still prestigious, but these guys are pretty good. They said that the vaccine is doing more harm than the original disease. So they at least came out and said it. This stuff is coming out, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And more and more people are um, coming out. And I mean, and you can see that with the rising tide of litigation against employers for vaccine mandates and the the article that that I read that that you wrote about the collapse of the medical system it's just it's a tragic and it's all because of ripple effects from the vaccine scandal that was imposed on the world by people who should not have been in charge that's right. And it was really a, a report that I reposted from Health Impact News. And um, Brian over there lets me repost all of his really good articles. He's one of the best ones covering it on um, the collapse of the medical system. I have done other reports 
of that as well, where there's a tsunami of people going into the hospital and things, but the, the system is collapsing and that's real. And it's, it, it falls right in line with the, with the whole collapse of the COVID narrative. And, you know, the, the children's health defense just did a, uh, did a great piece on that recently about the three reasons why the COVID narrative is failing. And, you know, the, briefly, the three things are the science is coming out, politicians are switching stances, and it's now pretty well known that the system is geared to protect the vaccine makers and not pay injured parties. Those are the three reasons the COVID narrative is failing. And it took this long because the media companies are censoring because they would have known and we could have kept all this from happening to this degree if they weren't censoring. It's censoring everything. I mean, you could go back show after show after show, Sarah, where I hold up that article that uh, shows all of the things that are happening now were predicted to happen. They knew it before the first jab in the first arm occurred. That's right. It's very sad. And you were the first one to say you were you were ahead of everyone, although, you know, we, we're never going to get credit on this. You were no. on my show talking about the bioweapon. You're talking about never masking. You're talking about don't lock down, let the kids get it and let it spread, protect the vulnerable. I mean, all everything you said day one was what should have happened. And they didn't. I mean, that was early back February 2020. You were saying all that. And everything we said was came out. And there's a lot of people that were saying it too. We just happened to be way ahead being, come on guys. But it um, shows it was, you how much you're censored. It was, and, and it shows you how much you're censored. And it's been difficult watching a slow moving train wreck, isn't it? Yeah. And, you know, the politicians up in Canada and Australia are leading the way with uh, dropping mandates and making sure that no further harm is done. And I mean, because just the, the science that's coming out that's showing the vaccine has done more harm than good. It's easier to find. I, I don't want to say easy because, you know, they're still trying to control the narrative and control and censor what is actually out in the main algorithms. But uh, the the science is showing that there's terrible effects from this vaccine. And we're that's right. Talk about a couple of them, you know, I mean, but uh, it's just. And, and the fact that, that they give it to any any young person under 39 years old is just, it's asinine crazy. That's right. And, and people watching the show know know all this. And so we're preaching to the choir here. Yeah. But sometimes it just, like you just shake in your head. I can't believe we're still dealing with this. Um, Notre Dame, I just read a report, came out. They just announced that the 2023 um, school year, the kids have to get their COVID shot or booster. Um, I put out a report of all the universities that I wrote an article about the universities that are still mandating it. We got Berkeley, we got Yale, we got Harvard. I don't know why anybody goes to those schools anymore. I mean, anybody, if you're able to get into that school, you can get into another school. So yeah. you got to change the, just get out of those situations. But, um, they're still mandating it. The majority are not, but uh, there's still a good 20 of them that are mandating that people get the COVID shot to even go to school. And it's going to stay that way until a groundswell of people get together and sue them. That's right. That's why I, I'm like, 
committed to, to going after Google because we can't stop these fights. We cannot, because if we stand down and just let them walk all over us, it's people gonna are going to, it's not only going to happen again, but they're not going to stop their persecution and their death march. And they're, and they're, they're going to start going after other rights and freedoms and liberties. And, and it's all about control. I mean, what people have to remember is the whole COVID scenario, the whole COVID narrative was never about illness. No. It's about pushing the general public and finding out how far they can go. That's that is right. And, and depopulation, I believe, because now we're seeing the effects of the jab. And while they're still saying it's safe, they're still advertising in our state. They're still advertising to get this thing. I'm just, I, I, I feel like I'm literally in another alternative world. It's a twilight but film, Sarah. It, it, I mean, it, it is, it's like a horror film that we're part of, yeah, but absolutely. the, the death from the jab we got the myocarditis and you're going to talk about that we got the blood clots we have all these things the death the sudden death the excess death in the united states there's just a report that came out that there's three that they can tell there's about three hundred and fifty thousand excess deaths so far this year in 2022 this is happening all over the world um and it's climbing it's yeah. not it it this isn't a um yeah. You know, it's going every month. It's getting worse. Yeah. I mean, my, my favorite bullet point for just to illustrate the problematic uh, rise of, of excess deaths is this one. And, and it, was, it was prior to the COVID-19 pandemic, an estimated 65 to 75 athletes died annually of sudden cardiac death. That's the whole world, you know, 65 to 75, less than 100 of sudden cardiac deaths. This year alone, there are unofficial reports of more than 500 deaths among athletes. Now they're supposed to be healthy. They're supposed to be young and vigorous and full of life. And just look at that percent increase yes. in that one population of healthy people. Now you remember the way COVID works, that spike protein, that jab is filled with billions of instructions of your body to make that spike protein. And that spike protein attacks your body's weakest point. That's why if there's a co comorbidity, that's what gets accelerated. And we've talked about that on other shows. With athletes, there supposedly isn't a weak link. So what does it do? Attacks the most vital organ, the heart. And it's myocarditis. It's inflammation-based damage to the heart. And it occurs very quickly, very rapidly, within hours or days at the most. And it's just so unrelenting that even the most healthy among us can't defend against it. That's what we're up against. And it can happen to anybody because if you survive the first assault from the spike protein, your body if you're unlucky, we'll recycle that and it'll be a constant inflammation response from that jab. And eventually your body's going to be put in a compromising position where it can't battle that inflammation response. And I've talked about this before too, that bucket of cellular defenses that has to protect against everything. 
because the humans live in a soup of toxic exposure. And this myocarditis that kicks in a couple days or a couple weeks or even a month beyond the jab, it's because the body's been battling and the body's been battling and the body's been battling and it runs out of ammo and inflammation wins. And that's what's going on. And that's why we have to focus on building up the immune system and reducing inflammation, right? I mean, that's Absolutely. what we're dealing with. And then we have blood clot issues, which is a whole nother separate issue. Um, and this this episode, we're, we're going to go redo a review of the solutions document, and then we're going to really focus on the solutions part. Yeah. And my, one last point on the myocarditis before you move off of that. The myocarditis risk in 18 to 39-year-olds is 84% within 28 days of a vaccination. That's wow. absurd. That's incredible. That's why the Surgeon General of Florida said, uh, no, we don't recommend it for uh, males in particular. And it's all under 40. related. Yeah, and okay. the, the authorities know it. Because yes, they, do. they are dragging their feet, releasing autopsy results. That's yes. And the, the funeral home directors and the people who are doing the autopsies or actually who are doing the embalming and things, they're coming out and they're whistleblowing yeah. on what they're seeing. And it's beginning to fight the disinformation that's been there since day one. But there's a lot of disinformation out there. There's and unfortunately, lot. the algorithms are, you know, they claim the real live truthful information as, you know, partial truth and flag your post and all that kind of garbage. But the, the disinformation fight has to continue. And the fact of the matter is the heart damage, the, the myocardial injury, that myocardial is just a fancy name for the heart, that injury is trackable in a common, easy to do blood test that measures troponin levels. And Pfizer and Moderna are now saying, oh my goodness, we didn't know about this risk of myocarditis. Yeah, We're going right. to go back and do our own studies. You know what? They knew that this marker was there. They knew that it was possible. It was predicted in that paper. And, and now all they're doing is they're going to go back and do these studies so that they have their own material to control the narrative of the spin. That's all it is. Well, and I, I don't know how many people need to die. I mean, this is a question a lot of people have been talking about. You, I, I have a lot of my friends and a lot of people behind the scenes off air ask me how many people need to die before people get really serious about pushing back. And, you know, I'm serious and there's a whole bunch of people that are serious about pushing back, but before the masses get serious, and I'm afraid that when the masses get serious, it, it's not going to be like when we're serious, it's uh, going to get ugly. Well, we're just, we're just trying to do it with, uh, presenting correct information and presenting solutions documents and pre presenting ways for people to stay on this rock when they took the jab or and would now have uh, buyer's remorse from taking the jab. But it's, when, yeah, there's a critical mass that I still don't think we've hit, Sarah, because there's, there's a lot of people that are just, they still have their blinders on and they're still believing all the propaganda that comes down the pipe. And it's easy for you and I to say, oh my gosh, people, what are you listening to? But when you try to disengage from everything you know and put yourself in those folks, and is it is it still credible that 
people have blind faith in the mass media and the politicians and the top scientists that are corrupt as can be. And they listen to everything they say. They have to because people are still doing what they say. That's right. And so that's what the evidence shows is that's what's happening. And so I don't know how many people need to die. I think that no matter how many people die, there's cognitive dissonance and they won't be able to, there's a certain percentage that won't be able to get past it. It's too, it's too hard to admit to yourself that this is actually going on because it's too evil. Yeah. You know, it, it's really out there, but let's talk about the solutions document. We've had hundreds of thousands of people looking at it and reviewing it and sharing it. And it's getting out there, which is really great. I wish it had millions and millions and maybe more people will share it as we go. But there's, there's the beginning, which is to keep yourself healthy in the first right. place. You know, Zelenko talked about that a lot. I've had him on my show multiple times before he passed away. He was such a good soul. And he talked about keeping yourself from getting sick in the first place is number one, because if you get sick, your body, like you say, you'll have less tools and you won't be able to deal with the spike of inflammation. And he said, just keep yourself from getting sick. When you get sick, you put yourself in a position of being closer to having the last straw added to the camel's back. That's right. You know, because it's the the bucket of cellular defenses. I mean, really, I've explained this before, but I'll do it real quick. Um, you know, happy cells lead to happy tissues, which lead to happy organs, which leads to happy systems, which leads to happy humans. So you can break everything down to the cellular level. And every cell has that bucket of cellular defenses. The poster child is glutathione. And it all is wrapped around eliminating inflammation and reactive oxygen species. The caveat is that reactive oxygen species and inflammation are useful to the body when it is killing pathogens, when the body is getting rid of what it doesn't need to have around. So you still need those reactions. You can't eliminate them completely. But what you need to do is you need to keep the brakes in good working order. Now, you, everybody remembers the term cytokine storm. When you're talking about the COVID reaction and the cytokine storm, basically it's a fancy science word for these cells call in all kinds of help because there's something bad going on that they can't handle. And the cytokines are cellular communicators, which bring in more tools to try to save that cell. But there's a critical mass that then all control is lost and the immune system takes over, goes absolutely crazy, and kills everything in sight. That's what cytokine storm is. That's what we have to watch out for. Cytokine storm is a part, a symptom, a adverse effect of inflammation. And if you recall, the spike protein is all about inflammation, uncontrolled inflammation, calling in those mediators, and getting the brakes turned off on processes that are generally healthy for the body. Does that make sense, Sarah? Yes, it does. And so the number, the most important things are the things that we've learned all along the way, but we have some better tools because not everything is made equal, right? The, we need to have good vitamins and minerals. You need to have ways to fight off a cold if you're exposed to it. Right. And not everything that you buy is actually good. 
a lot of the stuff you buy goes straight on through because the body doesn't even recognize it because the way it's formulated. So, I mean, you, you, it's really a buyer beware situation. And it's, it's one of those things it, the way we've uh, structured our solutions document is there's all kinds of, uh, of choices and you, you have a choice where, oh my God, I got zero extra money. And you have a choice where, yeah, you know, here I am, I'm Elon Musk and I got plenty of, of spare money to throw away and I can have the best of everything and lots of in between. And the fact of the matter is you need to gauge on a risk benefit analysis, what you need to do, what you need to pick from that solutions document, because, you know, the solutions document is based on, on a two prong approach. And I've said this over and over, but I'm going to say it again. You need an oxidative therapy and you need an uh, antioxidative therapy. And the oxidative therapy are such things like the chlorine dioxide or the hydrogen peroxide or the ozone therapy or um, even hyperbaric oxygen. And, you know, we can touch on all these. The, the antioxidative therapy are the C60. or can, Hold on, before... Before you go a little deeper, let's talk about, and I want you to continue, but this is, this is for people who are healing from not trying not to get sick right. or who have gotten sick. Cause we have two, we have more solutions. We're going to talk about people healing from the damage from the jab right. and then people healing from being sick. And so right. what are you talking so about three, right three now? Populations there. Yes. We keep from getting sick. I mean, the best thing you can do to keep from getting sick is, is eat healthy. You know, stay away from the, the processed foods, stay away from everything with those additives and uh, make sure you hydrate with good water. Don't don't drink water that's just filled with all kinds of contaminants and, and other nasty things. And then the third thing is really get enough sleep, because most people don't realize that uh, all of the body's healing happens when you're sleeping. Yeah. So you, yep. you you eat as well as you can, you drink as well as you can, and you get enough sleep. And that's going to set you up for staying well. And then of course you also have your your barrier protections. You know, when you're out in public, make sure you wash your hands before you're touching your face or or putting your fingers in your mouth or or um eating with your fingers after being in public and and because it's still cold and flu season. They have not gone away, even though the CDC has, has channeled all of those deaths into COVID. The flu is still out there and colds are still out there and every virus that's known is still out there and they, they hang out on surfaces and you know you, you never know what you touch that, that gives you that. Or if you're standing around, if you're in an elevator, if you're in a, in a, a mass transit, if you're in a bus, if you're in a Starbucks, it doesn't matter. And somebody turns around, sneezes, you know, they don't even need to be near you. That infiltrates the whole room. And that's where the cold and flu propagate all winter long or in the fall or, you know, whenever um, buildings are more closed up and there's more concentration of potential contaminants where there's more people. And that's why the flu season and the cold season uh, is at the same time as colder weather. And remember, exposure doesn't mean infection and infection doesn't mean illness. There's thresholds and it's all based on your particular body's dashboard 
at the time when that exposure occurs. Because if you're in tip-top shape and your immune system is boosted and you have plenty of, of cellular defenses, you could probably be exposed several times. Nothing happens. You can even get infected, but your body grabs it and gets rid of it. Remember that. That's key. Exposure doesn't mean infection. Inspe infection doesn't mean illness. So you have a tiered approach where you can keep yourself well. And all of the things that we talked about, the good nutrition, the good hydration, the good rest, personal hygiene, they all come into play. And the longer you keep yourself well, the more resources you're going to have in the event of an infection. Or if you did get a jab and there's still lingering effects from that jab, that's you know, that's going to be a major pull on your cellular resources to make sure you're managing the inflammation that's going on in your body constantly. Yeah. Cause now we're talking about something else. Okay. So let's talk about the, we talked about the group that are just trying to maintain your health. So you don't get sick in the first place. We talked about that, but now if you're sick and we've talked about this one in the past, and so we're not going to talk about this as, as much as talking about what to do if you're sick with the jab, but what happens now? What's the best approach if you get sick and well, you want to keep from triggering that cytokine storm, you want to keep from things getting worse because we also have the question of the shedding and, and just all of us need to be really careful because we don't know how much that's affecting people. So we just, just all it's have just how you get sick. You get sick from direct exposure. You get sick from uh, picking up sheds and having your body start making that uh, spike protein. Uh, and it's it, it doesn't matter how you get sick. The end result is, oh my gosh, I'm sick now. What do I do? Yes. So, I mean, the very first thing is, is you got to treat your symptoms. And most people that uh, are sick with COVID, you know it. I mean, you might have some breathing issues. You might have some pain. You might have some fatigue most people have fatigue, but you know, the, the fatigue is a tough one because of the way we live life. And you really have to be in tune to your body to know what normal is before you can react to something that you perceived as abnormal. Does that make sense? Well, and it doesn't matter if it's COVID or the flu or a cold, because uh, at this point, it's just keeping yourself from getting sick because we don't want that other stuff to be triggered. Right. Because when you're ill, when you're sick, regardless of what it is, it could even be a bacterial infection, strep throat, you know, or uh, mononucleosis. No, I think that's a virus. I'd have to look. I don't remember off the top of my head, but it doesn't matter because it puts your body in a disadvantaged position and it uses more resources to get you through the day. That's the bottom line. And when you are sick, you need to boost things to try to get rid of that illness. If it's a bacteria, you know what? If you still have a doctor you trust, the best way to do it is to go get an antibiotic and get that bacteria taken care of. You can also do it through alternative means. And alternative means the body kills bacteria with reactive oxygen species. How do you get reactive oxygen species? Well, you use things like hydrogen peroxide or ozone or... Um, uh, chlorine dioxide. Okay. And, what does it mean by having reactive oxygen species? Cause you said something pretty interesting. 
the, so the this is the core of why these things work so it's right. it's good yes. to talk about the it. The, uh, the part of the cell that goes after the pathogen is called a macrophage and the macrophage has specialized chemistry in it where it generates reactive oxygen species which is basically it's an oxygen with maybe a hydrogen or a couple other things on it but it's got an unpaired electron which you can uh, just you can you can call that a spear and that reactive oxygen species with that unpaired electron is going around oxidizing the, the bacteria and it's either the cell wall or it's amino acids or vital, vital um, systems that allow that bacteria or virus to continue to live. And when the reactive oxygen species comes in and oxidizes it, then it's dead. It cannot reproduce. And it does that enough to get back in front of that bacterial infection stem the tide of the symptoms, and then somebody begins to feel better. And uh, the antibiotics go directly after the uh, bacteria, depending upon what the antibiotic is, there's various me mechanisms of actions, but they attack specific sites. And they're all cellular processes that are necessary for life. When the macrophage is using the body's own immune system to attack these pathogens, it's always reactive oxygen species. It generates the reactive oxygen species in the presence of the pathogen, kills the pathogen, and then stops that reaction. So it's a very controlled process when it works properly. Okay, so yes. And so which, which solutions are that solution? You talked about a few of them. Right. The oxidative therapies are, somebody could use ozone, they could, they could drink ozonated water or they could do IV ozone. Somebody could use hydrogen peroxide. They could put hydrogen peroxide in a nebulizer straight if you can tolerate it, dilute it if there's a little bit of uh, airway passage irritation and you can breathe that in because these reactive oxygen species, the ozone and the hydrogen peroxide are very powerful and they get to where, where, where they they get in the body and they start oxidizing nearly everything. Okay. So they're not selective. Then the one that is actually selective to microbes or pathogens, smaller type entities, instead of cellular macromolecules is chlorine dioxide. Chlorine dioxide is called a universal antidote. And you can get chlorine dioxide on the, on the internet. You can go and look for it. It's, it's, it's uh, just, make sure you follow the mixing directions and, and you follow, it's tough. And if you want to know what I recommend, you know, get back in touch with me and I'll tell you. But um, the chlorine dioxide, I think is the best for oxidative therapies. They all work by increasing the concentration of oxygen in the micro environment where the pathogen needs to die. And they all are controlled in that micro environment by the body's ability to put that reaction out to squelch the production of the reactive oxygen species. And that's the antioxidative therapy. So, well, and let's talk a little bit more about this because okay. the, the, um, the twin oxide, which is another version of it, or right. the chlorine dioxide solution. Now that one works better, but why does it work better? Because it's more, um, it, it, it's it more works. Pure. It's pure, yep. but it also only works on what is bad for you, right? Let me take the, uh, the, the twin oxide is a brand name for chlorine dioxide. And 
it is uh it's 99.9 percent .9 pure chlorine dioxide so um the the chlorine dioxide works it will kill good and bad bacteria but by divine design the bad bacteria die at around three parts per million of chlorine dioxide or less and the good bacteria that uh, we need to have in our GI tract all the time to help with digestion are resistant to chlorine dioxide oxidation up to 400 to 600 parts per million. So you have a therapeutic window between three parts per million up to 400 parts per million before good bacteria are affected by chlorine dioxide. That's why it's so effective because you have that safety margin to kill what needs to die and leave alone what is necessary for continued good um, functioning of our gastrointestinal tract. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's incredible. It's made, it has this incredible value where it only, like I said, it only kills the bad bacteria because unless there's the, a whopping overdose. Unless you overdose. Positive. Ooh, yeah. And then if you get a whopping overdose of chlorine dioxide, you get diarrhea. And, you know, that's when after you get over the diarrhea, you get on the bathroom scale and you tell everybody you lost 15 pounds and hey, it's the holidays and everybody's happy, right? <laughs> but you don't want to overdose. You want to do it no. right because you feel like crap. No, you want to do it right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You it's feel like crap. in the toolbox. I think it's the best one. But you can also do it with ozone. You can also do it with hydrogen peroxide. You can even also do it with hyperbaric oxygen. It depends on what's available at the time where you find out you're sick and you got to give your body a boost. That's why they're all on the list. Yeah. And now let's talk about bleach because mm -hmm. this is something that, you know, it was famous when uh, right. Trump brought up bleach and then they started talking about bleach and then they they have people in hazmat suits when people sell the chlorine dioxide because you're killing people and it's, it's, it's it, it makes me angry yeah. and be, let's talk about it because i'm like this isn't even the same freaking chemistry right. so let's talk about the chemistry difference because it's a totally different molecule it is um the the chlorine dioxide the chemical is clo2 you know one molecule chlorine two molecules of oxygen and the, the, the way it works is when it kills what it needs to kill, there's a one electron exchange. So you form chlorite, which in itself is another excellent disinfectant. And then if you grab another oxygen molecule and it becomes ClO3 with an, with an electron, it's called a chlorate, which is also an excellent disinfectant. So chlorine dioxide is the ClO2, ClO3, or ClO2 with the with the uh, free electron. These particular chemicals can kill the pathogens without combining with organic material so they don't form any uh, disinfectant byproducts, which are carcinogenic, okay? So now let's talk a little bit about bleach. Uh, bleach is formed by the, the combining of chlorine with water, and it exists in an equilibrium, which chemicals speak for going both ways, with what's called hypochlorous acid and hypochlorite. So the hypochlorous acid is one molecule of hydrogen, one molecule of oxygen, and one molecule of chlorine. That's hypochlorous acid. That's really the get-it-done molecule for bleach. 
but it's very unstable. It reacts extremely quickly with the first thing that it hits. And then it also flips back and forth with hypochlorite, which is an oxygen molecule and the chloride with a free electron because it loses its hydrogen. So the thing with bleach, the active ingredient is hypochlorous acid. And the thing with a lot of the marketed solutions of chlorine dioxide is that if somebody mixes it incorrectly, they get the starting materials in the wrong ratio, don't have the right number of drops, don't have the right amount of time, the chemistry doesn't go to completion to the chlorine dioxide molecule. It stops at hypochlorous acid, which is the active ingredient in bleach, which is where the media grabs a hold and says this equals this. And it's incorrect. It's, it's not correct. Yeah. And it's it's disingenuous genuous to the extreme because it really helps people and yeah. they're lying. Exactly. And or and, extremely ignorant and acting like they know something that they don't. And the brand that you mentioned, Twin Oxide, is yep. made completely separately with a different type of acid, which is a gentler acid. And there's no hydrochloric acid even involved with the formation of that uh, chlorine dioxide. So you can't get hypochlorous acid formation when you use that particular brand name, Twin Oxide. So it's safer as a, yeah. as a base. And so Absolutely. people can use it and not be worried that they're going to do something dumb. Exactly. Okay. So, it, and you have had with, um, you have multiple in Florida and all, all over the country and world, frankly, you guys have it in water systems, don't oh, you? Absolutely. And people are not getting sick and they are, that nobody got sick. There was a couple of elderly communities in Florida that had it. Not a single person That's got, Florida, got COVID. And yeah, and I, I I still haven't heard of any. So it's it's really the the better way to solve the old problem, because in water systems in particular, chlorine combines with organic matter that's that's in the source water, and it comes up with disinfection byproducts which are carcinogenic to humans over time. So who wants water that's going to give you cancer in the long run? So that's right. You take the chlorine out, you add in chlorine dioxide from twin oxide, and you get much better in product, which is healthier for people. And that goes back to the keeping yourself healthy with drinking better water. It's all tied together, Sarah. It's all yes, tied together. It is. Everything's tied together. Okay. I want to say that I was kind of skeptical at first about this because I'm like, yeah, right. Something can help everything. And this is kind of BS. And but I got sick and it was taking forever for it to go away. And so then I decided I was going to go hard on the chlorine dioxide because I was kind of half assing it being honest. Mm -hmm. And then I'm, Something I'm is like, better ah. than nothing, though. yeah, I was half-assing it and it was just, wasn't getting rid of it and whatever. And so then I went hard on it and I did what you told me to do. And yeah. it was gone within the next day. I was like, Oh my God, it taught me a lesson. <laughs> yes. High five. It taught yeah. me a lesson that this stuff really works. And there's and another thing that, that with, with the chlorine dioxide, the pure chlorine dioxide isn't affected by like bleaches Bleach can be affected by trace metals in the microenvironment. So, you know, if you have nickel or copper or cobalt or, or any of these other trace metals, which are all over the place in vitamins and minerals, it changes the chemistry. So, I mean, that's that's more complicated than this talk, but uh, the, the fact of the matter is the easiest chemistry to use is chlorine dioxide. The easiest chlorine dioxide to use, I think, is twin oxide. But, okay. uh, 
you know, we use it in the water plants all the time. We're having success there. It's a one electron transfer. There's no disinfection byproducts formed. It's, it's really, I mean, and I'm happy to, to share with people uh, just, you know, you get in touch with me and um, I'll, I'll share with you exactly uh, what you need to know. And it's, um, that is the oxidative therapy, the oxidative therapy. It's only one prong of the two prong approach. The second one is the antioxidative therapy. The top of the heap there is C60 complete. And uh, all of your listeners know about that. I'm totally preaching to the choir. That's the best one. It's it's not a, a it's not an inexpensive product, but um, you know, it's probably gonna be about 80 bucks a month for a month supply of it. If you need more, it's more. But there are alternatives. You can take a high dose vitamin C and you can get vitamin C at Costco or Walmart or Target or what wherever your favorite place is to get vitamin C. And, you know, take about 2000 milligrams a day and that's going to almost get you there. It's not as it's good. Not as gonna, good. Yeah. It's not going to be quite the same, but it does give you a good dose. There's also chaga mushrooms. I believe that has a really good antioxidant. It's not as good as C60, but it sure gets you, gets you part and it's a lot cheaper. And your green leafy vegetables. How much broccoli can you possibly eat? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, cause I know people are on a budget, so we're trying to come up with solutions that'll work. If you can afford C60, by all means do that, but there's options, right? I mean, people oh, absolutely. aren't. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's some, also, there's some great tools that I think we're adding to the, the solutions document. Yes. You know, that's with the, the great work that Philip and Ian have done with the, with the quantum biology stuff. Now I that's, mean, that's there, at a whole guys, nother if you guys level. Out there haven't listened to Philip and Ian's quantum biology show, you know, take the time and, and go listen to that. And uh, they both speak clearly enough. You can listen to it on 1.5 to 2X. So it'll save you some time. Well, but that that's at a whole nother level because now we're talking about the blood clotting with what they're doing. Yeah. And the and, and it, they're all, everybody probably has them. Everybody probably has blood clots, Sarah. Even the people who didn't get the jab, but the jab people are really in trouble. I mean, that's yes. what's causing major... Trouble. Yes. But now you say everyone has it. Why do you say everyone has it? Uh, I, I meant everyone that had the jab. Okay. Yeah. Or if there's some shedding, we don't quite understand that mechanism right now or how bad right. it is. Um, but yeah. And something to do with the spike protein that's changing the surface of those red blood cells that are making them sticky. Yes. And I don't know what that is. And I haven't looked into any of the science or even tried to look into the, any, any of the science. I've seen the evidence of the blood clots. And you're talking about just a handful of red blood cells that are sticking together that are clotting the smaller capillaries. And that's where the problems are starting. That's where you get the issues of lack of blood flow to vital organs like brains and hearts. That's and, the sudden death, right? That's yes. the people just dying suddenly. They collapse right. because they didn't get the brain. Their brain didn't get, and you just die suddenly. And and between uh, Ian and Philip's tool that they that through Sarah's site you can get a fifteen day free trial and and look at what their tool is all about and what information it gets to you and how you can use that to stay healthy. Back to the first part. And then the, the other thing that I really wanted to mention to say that we're adding to the solutions document is the work of Dr. Sherry Edwards, the sound health portal, yes. the voice analysis, because she's offered her database for free. People can send in a, a recording on the clip and then they get back an analysis of what type of risk they have, whether it's clotting or vascular or 
um, you know, if there's something wrong with your vision or, or tinnitus or whatever it is, and it looks to see what type of imbalances you have and how there are recommendations where you could also fix that, which then leads to staying healthy back to square one. Yeah. Cause then, you know, exactly because the jabs, it appears the jabs are, and you said it's this at the very beginning, the jabs are going after your weakest point. And Sherry Edwards said this too, and that, so this tool will let you see what is your weakest point and then use that to gear up for what you need to do. Cause you want to deal with your weakest point if that's what it's going after. Exactly. And then, you know, you know, there's, there's lots of fancy tools and there's lots of technology and all of them are great. And I I read it, you know, just as an aside, I guess I, I read an article this morning about, uh, uh, publishing that electric fields stop cancer cells from growing. Well, mm. you know what? Nikola Tesla probably knew that a hundred years ago. Yeah. And he was censored. Oh yes. Now it's been, it's coming out. The FDA just approved the use of electric fields for the very scary brain cancers that are inoperable. So alternative medicine making a comeback uh, a crack in the command and control of germ theory that was set up by the Rockefellers and given to big pharma to solve everything with prescriptions? Or is that the start of, look, there's better science out here and we need to start looking at it again? I don't know the answer to that. We'll have to watch. Yeah. I, and I hope it's because it's becoming almost embarrassing because they're, it's looking like they are, and I say this all the time, it's like they're in the dark ages and yeah. if they don't start um, making a, making a, a realization or acknowledging that this other science exists, then everybody's going to see them as the backwards. Well, modern they're just medicine backwards. is not about curing anything. No. Modern medicine is about long-term customers. That's right. And it's all about big pharma and how many pills can you get on. And that's why that's why my hope program is popular. I help people get off of those god awful prescription drugs. That's right. That that just devastate the human body. I mean, it's just it's amazing how just getting off of one drug when you're on three or getting off of four drugs when you're on twelve can increase your quality of life. It it all goes back to square one, keeping yourself healthy. Yeah. And there is one. There's one method, Sarah, that that doesn't cost anything. It actually probably saves you money that can help tremendously. But it's one of the hardest things in the world to do. Yeah. And that is fasting. Fasting works, doesn't it? Let's talk a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about fasting. I mean, as long as you can fast, the benefits just increase. If you can go five hours or 10 hours or 14 hours or 20 hours, if you could go a day or two days or three days, that's when the the benefit, when you can go days, that's when the benefits really start stacking up. And basically what happens is during that intermittent fast, you know, just the hours, we'll call it intermittent fast. The days are like professional fasting. Could I do it? <laughs> I haven't been on to yet. I've been doing the intermittent fasting and I feel a lot better when I do it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just because I mean the, the immediate benefits are you know, your your GERD goes away, your gastros yes. gastroesophageal reflux disease. And when you lay down at night, if you're not stuffed full of food, you can actually sleep without uh 
getting little episodes of, of stuff, trying to revisit your mouth. And the other part is you get better blood sugar control. And when you have better blood sugar control, it keeps the wolf of diabetes at bay. But most importantly, the fasting really kicks your body's autophagy into gear. What's that? That is a fancy scientific word for your body's self-regulatory process to eliminate all cells that are somehow damaged and not 100% useful to the body anymore. Do I need to say that again to emphasize? Yes, that? this is a big deal because this is this is a, a solution, a possible solution. I mean, a lot of these things have to be studied to see how good it really is. But this really is a possible solution for um, the people who have j been jabbed. Yeah. They can do this and turn over their cells. Exactly. The autophagy. And it, it really, you got to get into the day of fasting. You got to, you got to take a day a week or a day every three or four days to really jumpstart this process. And that's when your body starts looking around instead of battling all of the daily firefight from what comes in from all the crap we eat, that uh, it, it gives it a chance to evaluate where it needs to direct its attention. And it starts looking for those damaged cells, those oxidized cells, those cells with, uh, with bad DNA, with mutated DNA, with enzymes that have been compromised. It, it goes to those places where there's oxidative damage. Just think about the, the COVID damage of the vasculature. It gets in through the ACE2 cells and all that kind of stuff, yeah, which yes. are also in the heart, by the way, and also in the brain, by the way, they're everywhere. And it's the cells that have been damaged by the jab, if you give your chance, your body the chance to get into the autophagy response, your own body can get a lot of those cells. And remember, it's it's just a threshold thing. You got to stay ahead of the insult. And if you can get enough of the bad ones gone, your response is going to get even more efficient and better. And you're going to see the turnover that you need to turn the corner. Maybe that means you get better sleep. Maybe that means you drop the fatigue and you got some energy again. Maybe that means you could breathe better. Maybe that means you're long hauler COVID gets less long hauler. Then if you have the, if you have the resources to supplement with one thing, you know, you throw the chlorine dioxide on board and then you, you do your intermittent fasting, you do the chlorine dioxide, and then, you know, you get your vitamin C from the health food store, which is dirt cheap. And you got your process. Someone wants to talk about individual situations, you know, send me an email. It might take me a while, but I'll get back to you. And that, so that's a good solution for people that don't have money. Yeah. They are really worried. They can do this really inexpensively and it can help people survive. Mm -hmm. And this is a big deal. Now this nutrition is big too. So now if you end up going fasting for days, you have to pay attention to your nutrition because you can't do that. And then right. you got to you balance, know, you gotta balance your protein and your carbs and your fats. Any dietitian will tell you that you can't. You can't eliminate all of one group and expect to be on a healthy diet. You need all three of them. The days that you fast, fine. But when you're not fasting or the times you're not fasting, you have to pay particular attention to eating very well because you're yeah. not going to be eating as much. And when you fast, your stomach is going to shrink. And if you try to eat like you did before, it's going to be a, it's going to be a Thanksgiving tummy ache on every single day after a fast. Yeah. And that's why maybe taking vitamins will help a lot too, that oh, actually absorb because it's going to be hard to get that 
and it's with. a it's a hard thing to do, Sarah. I, I mean, know. Fasting for a day is is an incredible task to accomplish, and if you're able to do it, you need to help the ones you love to try to get to where you are. If you can't do it, you need to find a way to get there. That's where I am. <laughs> I need to find That's a way right. to get there. I can do, you know, almost a day, but I mean, you don't get to be looking like John Goodman by not eating. <laughs> it is what it is. It's so funny. And you get called John Sorry, Goodman John, all the you time. Lost a lot of weight. <laughs> yeah, he lost a lot of weight, but you actually, there's, you're, we're just talking about who you'll be on vacation and people are like whispering. They're thinking you actually are John Goodman. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh, At yeah. some point, John Goodman, because you're going to start being known here, I hope, if we're not totally censored forever, maybe John Goodman <laughs> will reach out to you and go, hey, that, yeah, it'll be funny. Let's get a picture together. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. Yeah. So anyways, um, I want to say one other thing about the ION and Philips quantum energy solution and healing. I hate quantum. Okay, first of all, that's kind of the name of it. Quantum triggers people because it triggers me because I know that there's so much BS with the whole word quantum. Mm -hmm. And so there might be other ways to think of it. Think of it as um, frequency or, you know, the plasma field or the very base energy that supports our world. You I mean, me whatever to, you want to, to say. In, in common terms for you? Yes, go ahead. All right. Well, the, the human body goes through life just like a road goes through the different road of seasons. And the different seasons uh, carve out pieces of that road, leaving potholes. And everybody knows what a pain in the butt it is to drive on a road full of potholes. Well, that's what everyday life does to the human body. And since we're not really solid matter, we're all energy and waves, the energy and waves create those the, the, the potholes from our everyday experiences and the tool that Ion and Philip have determine where those potholes are and fill them back in. That's awesome. That, that, and that can really help people. The thing is, is that it helps with more than just blood clotting. Well, it is blood clotting, but it helps with, um, it does help with more than just blood clotting, but it also helps with um, the 5G, the Wi-Fi, because Wi-Fi mm -hmm. blood clots too. Wi-Fi causes blood issues. And so this will help with well, that. It's an energy. I mean, yes. it's, it's an energy wave that is going to affect every single person differently. That's why if you choose your population carefully, you can do a study that shows 5G is, is harmless. And that's that's why you can you can write a pro and a con opinion for 5G, just picking and choosing the science that you want to highlight in your report. But the fact of the matter is 5G is just a certain wavelength of energy which affects everybody differently, and it may affect somebody more seriously than others, but it all goes back to the happy cells with the bucket of cellular defenses and how much of those cellular defenses has to be spent on 5G mitigation versus, oh my gosh, this guy takes so many pharmaceuticals. I got to worry about those reacting reactive species, or this guy eats like a frat boy and his GI tract is a mess. So that's where most of the resources go. It doesn't matter. You got one bucket that has to tend to everything. And the 5G is one more insult on the human body where we live. Well, and that's, what's good about it being free is you can try it Mm -hmm. You can see if it really helps you. And if it helps you, then it's worth it. Because, yeah, and, and the other thing I'm it. telling people is if you have the ability, go get yourself checked with 
um, see if you have blood clots, see if the D-dimer test, see if you have that. And then when you take it, you'll know if it's helping you or not. It's a simple blood test. The D-dimer test is a blood test and the troponin level is a blood test. You can look for blood clots and you can look for heart muscle damage. Yes. And then that way, when they go and they do this stuff, they can test it again and say, okay, did it really help or not? And if it's something that'll really work for you, I mean, that's the point we're trying to come up with solutions. People, you know, everybody's body's different, isn't it? it? Yeah. That's the beauty of humans. We're so different. And so it's not, everyone isn't the same. Otherwise, why would there some people be dying and other people not be dying? You know, it's it. And so that's why there's all these different alternatives, but I love the fact well, that some dying, of this Sarah, is just free. Well, rates. That's right. We're all going to die. It is and, what and it you is. Know, perfect health is just the slowest way to die. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's right. That's what it is. But we want, we don't want people to die too, too no. soon. Right. We want our right. young we ones keep to people live on this rock as long as they want to be here. That's right. And, and that's we also document is all about. Yes. And uh, we try to put a whole spectrum of stuff on that document so that people have choices. You don't have to do them all. You just got to pick what works for you. And I'm happy to have a conversation with you via email, text, phone. It doesn't matter. I mean, uh, I'm here for you. And I I really feel like we're, we're beginning to turn the corner and help some people. And anybody that, that shares that is part of the solution. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Now I've, I've had a lot of people, um, contact me saying, Oh my God, it's changed my life or these certain things. Thank you so much. You helped my daughter or I'm forever, ha you know? And so that's what we're hoping for is that we can really help people. And, um, and, and some of it's, it uh, doesn't cost anything. So it's just so great that if you, there's solutions to do it, if you don't have a big budget. And you got a lot of willpower. And a lot of willpower. It is what it <laughs> is. Easy. I mean, I no, mean, if it was easy, it's everybody not. would be doing it. Well, and let's face it, the the fasting, which is the hardest thing to do, is probably the best thing to do anyways. Oh, I mean, it'd be better for all of us to do it. The free method is probably the best for all of us. <laughs> it's just freaking hard. Exactly. You know, I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> okay. And I gotta say, I'm not a doctor. I'm just a scientist that researches things and I, I, I'm working hard. You're the doctor. Um, so I can't make suggestions. Otherwise I can get sued. And so I just want everybody to know that when I'm saying this, it's, um, I listen to Joe, listen to other doctors, but now let's talk about other doctors because you can't just go to anybody. If you're sick, you can't just go to anybody. And that's what it says on the solutions document, because unfortunately we're in a situation where uh, we're, we're not dealing with everybody that understands COVID or understands what this situation, you want to talk about that a little bit? That's, I mean, you're absolutely right. And there's, there's a lot of, uh, healthcare practitioners, doctors, PAs, nurses, uh, LPNs, all of them that are still lock, stop, step in tune with recommendations that have been shown to be detrimental and kill people. That's right. You need to be your own best advocate. It, we're definitely in a new world of buyer beware. And um, what you should do is find a physician that's left the mainstream medical care practice and set up 
um, his own cash only business because they're probably his, his, her, their, um, they're probably the ones that are thinking outside the box and are using the tools which traditional Western medicine relies on the, the prescriptions in addition to the centuries of experience of Far Eastern medicine and natural products and preventative healthcare and solutions and manipulations with like chiropractic and osteopathic physicians. These types of people trained in those types of techniques think a little bit more outside the box than the, the type of physician that sees you for five minutes and writes you a prescription. So you need to think about the type of provider that you seek and uh, go with that. And, you know, uh, Sarah says she's not a doctor and I'm not a medical doctor. I, I have a PhD in toxicology and uh, I have 30 years experience in human exposure to drugs and chemicals and microbials. And I have a slightly better understanding than most about the big picture and, and how things interact. And but you also, let's face it, you have a better understanding of how drugs work than doctors do. I don't care absolutely, what 100%. they say. It is what it is. You write the patents for it. You've done patent work. You worked with um, Big Pharma. Yep. You understand the drugs more than the doctors do. You understand the solutions. It is what it is, people. I'm sorry, but medical doctors are not trained like other they have PhDs. One, they have one semester class of pharmacology. I That's right. That's right. You are, you have a doctorate in it and yep. they, and my sister's a pharmacist and she always complains all the time. All the doctors don't know what the heck they're doing. And <laughs> it, some doctors do. And it's not because they got training in it. It's because they learned and trained themselves over the they years. Speaked it out and got it themselves. That's a key phrase, Sarah. Yes. And that's the type of physician that you want to find. That's right. It's that's hard. What you need and, to and find. That's, I mean, it's something else that's hard to do. So yeah, it's not easy. That's for sure. Okay. I know I, I got lucky and I got somebody like that. I'm just like, wow. Cause I needed a prescription for something. And, and my doctor died. I think I'm, I can't get hold of him. He had COVID. Yeah. They had, he had a COVID uh, problem and I think, he, and I can't get hold of him. He was going to write my prescription. I'm like, Oh my God, I need this prescription. And so, um, I, I just found somebody and I'm like, Oh, she's awesome. And yeah, so yeah. she moved to Texas. She couldn't stand the way things were going. And I'm just like, okay, I love this person. <laughs> okay. But, but that's hard to find. I know it's hard yeah. to find. And so you got to work hard to it. You can't just take anybody because they're going to give you really bad advice. Sorry, yeah. but that's the way it is. And I can't tell you how many people that, that I've, uh, I've talked to after having a doctor's visit and they're saying, uh, what do you think of this course? What do you think of this advice? And, and, you know, it's, it's time permitting. I'm happy to do that for folks. It's, it's, uh, it can get stacked up on me sometimes. You gotta be patient, but, uh, I try to answer every email and, and every text that I get. Well, that's just incredible. That's so awesome. I, you know, I'm so thankful that you are with us and that we have good people like you, because once again, this is your field. This is what you're trained in. Really? And, and so people need to understand that we're not, I, I I'm glad that's why I want to talk to you because you're trained in that, you know what you're doing, but you're also the, bo the bottom line, what I, what I have my mom on, and I used to have my dad on till he passed at the beginning of August. Um, uh, the bottom line is my oxidative therapy of choice is chlorine dioxide 
And my um, antioxidative therapy of choice is C60 complete. And it's, you get the C60 complete from Sarah and you, you get the chlorine dioxide from me. It's, it's that simple. Yeah. Or, or the inexpensive ways, if you don't have the money and that right. isn't as good, but it'll work if you're very dedicated to it. Correct. Um, and, and then, but I also want to say that this is what you do. And that's why I cut, I talk to you because I know firsthand, I mean, you know, I have people in the medical field in my own family and I hear about it all the time. And it's, there's a big difference. It's also when, you know, with my background being an engineer and science, you know, there's a bit, just a big difference, but there's also a big difference to those doctors who do spend time there. If you're spending time learning, you can be better than somebody who went to school for it because they just sat there and memorized. So it's, you got to look at the person. Yeah. I agree with you. Absolutely. hundred percent. Okay. Well, you know what? Thank you so much. We're going to have the solutions documents going to be up there. It's always up there on the front page. Big. It's the biggest image on the front page. I include it on as a link on every single show page. And um, I'm, I'm always at the end of every single show. I have it as a reminder to go look at it. I mean, it's that important. There's no need to have fear because there are solutions. We don't know which ones are going to work better than others, but there are solutions, right? I mean, there right. should people shouldn't have fear everybody is different. And that's, that's why we offer multiple solutions. You find which one works the best for you. Yeah. And these are out of the box. You're not going to find these Correct. in the mainstream medicine. It's just not yeah, going to happen. That's, that's, that's true. <laughs> so okay. if anyone has questions for me, Sarah, they can get in touch yeah, with how do me they reach uh, at uh, superiortoxicology.com. And there's a contact page on that. You can fill that out. And if you're clever enough, you'll find my phone number on the website. That's awesome. Okay. Thank you so much. I'll have that throughout the show and I'll have that as a link below. And thank you again so much, Dr. Joe, you are a blessing for humanity at this time. You're born to help people. Thanks, Sarah. I appreciate you you having me on and the confidence you place in me and and hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday and and a good uh, Christmas season with the family. 